You want to know my favorite thing about that movie was? What is it? Credit we it. had <laughs> this guy show up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he showed up in the movie! <laughs> That was my favorite part is when Trinidad James showed up. Yeah. I'm like, this is the movie. This is what made the movie. That's the only thing. (laughs) Everything else was trash. Everything else was trash. Let's keep playing this. Ready? Yep. Oh, we were already recording. You just went spazzed on Trinidad James. So (laughs) they got Hey, everybody. uh, Welcome to All Podcast Matter Presents. Vic and V are mean to movies. And we're gonna that's our new moniker for now. We're gonna try that one out. I like that. It can be your mean to movies. And today, well, last week we watched a few weeks ago, we watched Uncut Gems. Adam Sandler in a another one of his um serious roles. Um he's a Trust doc- me, it's not about his family jewels. It's actually about rocks. Yeah, demon rocks. Um <laughs> and I had my hopes up because Tracy Morgan, I think he was on like, um, like he was on some late night TV show and he was like, Adam Sandler's going to win an Oscar for this. And I was like, oh shit, what? And I'm watching the movie and I was like, you lying son of a bitch. <laughs> I did not like this movie. And only because I don't like movie where, I don't like train wreck movies. And then I don't like when movies don't follow the the format of down, down, down climax then resolve and shit like that this movie didn't follow the plot and i guess people love that about the movie i was like nah i like plot i like to know shit's gonna get better i don't go to a movie to see real life fuck that that's stupid well i actually really appreciated adam sandler's acting mm-hmm. in this it was just he's just an how would i say he was just a, a hustler the whole time he was not going to take no as the answer every time he was hit with a challenge like he somehow just like would pivot and keep streaming to get what he needed to get. So I, I just the fluidity in his dialogue was, I thought it was really good. And it also was very um, fitting for his now age, yeah. as I'm politely putting it. Again, I'm a fan of the Zohan. So it's like, I, my, my. Zohan? Oh, yeah. You don't mess with the Zohan is again. Out of all movies he's done, you picked that one. No, I'm a fan of that movie. I don't know what my favorite movie is. Him, I mean, one of my favorite movies of him is the same three movies he put out. You know, uh, Happy Gilmore, uh, Billy Madison, and the other one that's the same exact movie and shit like that. Like those little are little Nicky. Yeah, no, little. I like like I like all his old shit. Like all of it. Even people hate Little Nicky. I love Little Nicky. Popeye's chicken is fucking awesome. Like I love that movie. <laughs> like that. <laughs> I love I loved uh Daddy's Boy was that with the one with um uh, Adam Sandberg, Andy Sandberg. That shit was hella fucking funny. Um I like Grown Up too, even though I look at Kevin James and I was like, man, you are not Chris Farley. Uh Waterboy was good too. <laughs> oh, and the Waterboy, my bad. His best movie. The fuck- Nancy from The Craft was in it. I was like, yeah. I'm so glad to see her in a different light, not a crazy witch. Well, she was a crazy witch in that movie, actually. <laughs> And Kathy Bates, you cannot replace Kathy Bates. Mm-hmm. And you can do it. I mean, come on. Like, I mean, that movie's fucking classic. You hate it all you want to. But, uh, like, I still say slap hands. Bobby. <laughs> that oh, girl and, is the devil. And the greatest line in cinematic history, he's the greatest uh, linebacker since Joe Montana. Joe Montana was a quarterback. You hit it. I mean, Joe Montana. I mean, we still say that shit today. <laughs> Joe Montana. <laughs> 
All right, so let's get into the movie. All right, so uh, Howard, I mean, Adam Sandler plays Howard uh, Ratner. Um, He was a big, he was Jacob the Jeweler back when, like, the early rap scene. Oh, first of all, my bad. I'm sorry. Let me, let me go back. The movie starts in what? 2008, 2010, 2010. So it starts in 2010 with um, Ethiopia and an Ethiopian jewel mine, right? So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which I love, like the social commentary of, well, not even social commentary of what's going on. It's a jewel mine. There's like a collapsed dude's leg is busted open, and we see bone, which I didn't need to see. You can just say his leg was broken. Y'all could have just carried him. And then you see there's all these Ethiopian dudes like yelling at these Chinese dudes who run the mine. And I was like, man, that is so fucking true. All these like, so Ethiopia is one of the poorest countries in the world, but yet we have a, a mine. They have a mine there where they're making money hands over fist that doesn't go back to the community. Listen, there's always going to be poor countries that have something very valuable that westernized, westernized countries want. Yeah. It's always it's always a meme. They're like, oh, they're so poor and undeveloped, but they have the things that we need. And I say we as in corporations. There's a beautiful TED talk about Sierra, Le- Sierra Leone that this lady gives. And I wish I, I'll pull up her name later. But it, she's just talking about, oh, yeah, we're the poorest country in the world. But if you guys paid us what you guys uh, would you guys what you guys owed us like and even just right now, if you paid us what you get from the diamonds, the computer chips you pull out of the ground, we would, it would destabilize the Western market. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Always taking shit. Westernized markets. Mm-hmm. Capitalism. Go on. Um, damn it. <laughs> For the girl. Uh, oh, her so, name Malin's Bart's Williams. Yeah. Anyway, watch her. Oh, okay. Okay. That's her TED talk. And she's like, white people are in the crowd stunned. They're like, what does bitch say? <laughs> like, they didn't know, like, Sierra Leone was fucking popping and shit like that. So there's a cave-in, and then two um, two, two uh, Ethiopian dudes look at each other like, it's time. So they go in the <laughs> mine, and then they, um, they chip at something, and they pull out this big-ass rock. And it's like colorful and shit. And then the camera zooms in on the rock. And now we're in uh, Doctor Strange Part Two because they they really just took us to the quantum realm for the credits and stuff like that, which was cool. And I would appreciate it, but they had some fucking '80s music playing through this whole movie, like I was watching Scarface. Oh, they they totally did the weird like here's here's one part of what did they do? Oh yeah, yeah. They did. They did this whole thing where it's like, here's all this scenery. Here's all this close upness of something. That's the bread. And then at the end, they do the same thing. Here's the other bread. The rest of the movie is a sandwich. Yeah, and so like, and like, so they're they're like they're traveling through the quantum realm and shit like that. I saw um, Ant Ant uh, Man's wife and shit or whatever. Um, and then like they get into this fleshy thing, and I was like, before I knew it, I was like, why the fuck am I looking at the inside of a colon? Oh, it was his ass? I thought so. Like, I I knew it as soon as they switched it to that. I was like, why am I looking at the inside of colon right now? And then we come up on Howard getting the colonoscopy. And then it's like, I was like, why do I know that? That's what I'm more mad about. That you ran up on somebody's ass and like you went from the quantum, you went from a diamond in Africa, the quantum realm, to two years later up this man's ass with a colonoscopy and shit like that. And I'm like, oh, all right, cool. So we get in on um, Howard. 
he's getting his colonoscopy and he, they find something and then they're like, oh, we're going to do a biopsy on that shit. And so they had to snip some, snip some uh, booty lining. And uh, yeah. Cause yep. that you know, swab it, check it for COVID. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was 2012. So now we're in 2012. We get to Howard, who was Jacob the jeweler back in the uh, back in the day. He used to ice up all the rappers and stuff like that. Uh, Lakeith Scanfield tells us about us later. Um, mm-hmm. He's a gambling addicted, and he's a uh, he want his business was once popping. Now you can see he's just like a shifty guy. Can't use shifty guys. I swear. Mm-hmm. All right, and so um, yeah, he's just making his way downtown, walking fast, trying to get to his. Um, Non-stop talking, non-stop I'll owe you, dude. Non-stop, hey, dude, you owe me, dude. Mm-hmm. Give me uh, my money, dude. Give me my goddamn money, dude. So, uh, yeah, he's in debt, and he's in 100 debt. He's in 100,000 100, large to his uh, loan shark brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get in, and we get to KMH Jewelers. And is this the first thing where Damani walks in? Uh, yeah. All right. So you, we get to meet Damani. Yeah. So we get to meet Damani, who's played by Lakeith Stanfield. Um, oh, wait. No, 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 no. All right. So we get the colonoscopy. And all right. All right. So we get back there, and Damani has some people in there. And then we see some some ruffians come through. Uh, yeah. The guys, the guys who are looking for money. Yeah. And so he's like, hey, man, you owe me, you owe, um, god damn, what's his brother's name? Arno. Arno. Yeah, Arno. And he's like, yeah, you owe him 100 rock, 100 large. And he was like, how'd he get to 100 large and shit? You know, they're doing, <laughs> um, they're doing um, stuff math. And so he asked him if he wants some water. And the goon's like, no, nah, I don't want no water. He goes and gets some water. And then he slaps him and says he don't want no water. And then Demonte <laughs> looks at him like, oh, I can handle this right now if you wanted me to. Cause like you know, you're He's like, you all right? You good? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was really like, <laughs> hey, bro, like we can take the motherfuckers outside because he's with Demani's with another rapper right now, and they're showing the jewelry at the jewel store, and like Demani's like, hey, we can fuck these motherfuckers up if you feel like it, no charge. <laughs> like, yeah, be slapping people in front of me. You're my, I consider you a friend, and so he's like, no, 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 this is just some you know shady business I'm involved in. And so it's that scene. Oh, it, um, Martin Scorsese ex- executive produced this. And so, um, yeah. So then he cuts. We come from there, and then we see that he goes to his 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 trap house where his one of his girlfriends lives. And I swear to God, when she got all dressed up at the club later on, I thought I was like, oh shit, how did they get Fergie? in this movie in 2012 like i don't understand like how they got it's 2012 peak black eyed peas yeah but i don't know how they got fergie from there to bring her the chick looks just like fergie but thicker <laughs> i thought fergie was thicker nah when she was sitting down in them jeans in the club i was like oh that's not fergie <laughs> <laughs> go on <laughs> <laughs> like like <laughs> like when you actually see old tapes of selena you're like oh that's not j-lo <laughs> Selena. Wow. Yeah, Selena had Nogus. <laughs> like, y'all, if you never seen Selena's cakes, yeah, you was like, ugh, J-Lo, that was terrible casting. <laughs> yeah, <that's> what... <laughs> Some people still get mixed up. You know, deep fakes? Mm, was that no. Selena or was that J-Lo? <laughs> real Mexican fans of Selena? You ask old Mexican dudes, like, oh, he was like, nah, y'all didn't see the real cakes like we did. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh my I'm God. Martin. He was like, Mm-mm. she didn't have shit on Selena's cake. Bro. Anyway. And that shit was insured. Yeah. Rest in peace. 100K. Who, Selena? No, no, you mean J-Lo. Yeah, J-Lo, J-Lo. Yeah, she's nothing on her. Anyway. Um, fuck that. Mate. So Trap House Fergie. So she's in there, and so she had a party and shit, and, and Howard's yelling at her like it's her daughter, but it's also his his mistress. So yeah, I mean, probably- the age gap, there's a lot of grooming going on, right? Yeah. So he goes to there, and she kind of comforts him and shit like that. And so um, Howard has some money from somewhere. He owes $100,000. Uh, wait, 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 wait. So he owes $100,000. No, no, no. All right. So then let's just cut back to the the store again. And so mm-hmm. he's about to go into the store, but some big uh, bodyguards. And it's that one black dude that plays a bodyguard every time he's in a movie. Like, I didn't see the <laughs> <laughs> I should pull a really pull up his name. Like, could you find that for me in IMDb? <laughs> yeah, I can find that. <laughs> like, this motherfucker is a bodyguard. Every, like, <laughs> it's like, oh, we need a bodyguard. We got to get Tom Thomason on the phone. That motherfucker's the best body, best uh, Hollywood bodyguard in the business, guy. And so um, he's trying to get into his office, and they're like, oh, you can't get him. He's like, nah, motherfucker, this is my store. And they're not letting him in. Like, mm-hmm. I hate to be racist, but I'm like, wait, I mean, I'm pretty sure the Jewish guy saying this is his store is not. You know, you, you got to kind of let him in and shit like that. Yeah. Um, oh, also, well, let me go back. This movie was released in theaters, but then COVID-19 hit. So, yeah. Well, actually, I guess not. The release date was mm, fine. It was in 2013, but. One guy's name is Jeremy Sample. Is that him, the big dude, light-skinned dude? I, I mean, it's really hard. I can't tell past the goatee, man. <laughs> or shine Sean shine Sean Ringgold yeah anyway so like he was an American gangster apparently he was a notorious B.I.G. Mike. I guess he was in the Smurfs oh. I hope I got the right person yeah. it's a goatee oh yeah, yeah yeah it's him because he was also in Luke Cage yeah yeah there you go Bye, yeah Cage. <laughs> what's his name Sean Ringgold yeah wow black Jew Anyway, uh, <laughs> we, are, we are the true Hebrews. We are the true Hebrews. I can't say that out loud. I don't want to get canceled like my friend Nick did. ting. Anyway, so uh, he gets in there, and it's Kevin fucking Garnett looking all Kevin Garnett in 2012. Makeup is amazing. Nah, I mean, mm-hmm. like, don't crack. And Kevin Garnett's black as fuck. So uh, he goes in there. <laughs> uh, he's talking up Kevin Garnett, and he's showing him pieces, uh, and you like how he liked those Furby pieces, and he's like, "Are those gremlins?" <laughs> <laughs> he's got Furby like chains in there, and shit, and I was like, "Oh man, I know you spent a lot of money on those, and they are worth worthless shit." Because once you set the fucking shit, it's, it's not worth anything anymore, and they look <laughs> like terrible things. And so he's all chopping it up with them, and then his package arrives, and so he's juice as fucking shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, his uh, one of his uh, assistants comes in. He's like, "Oh man, those guys that jumped me and they tore my shirt and shit like that." And he's like, "Oh bro, he's not. He's brushing off the world right now because his big score finally came in, right?" And so he uh, he he opens up this box and then there's a box full of fishes and shit like that. And then he opens up the fishes and this this um this this uncut gem, roll credits. All right, and he's like. Uh, <laughs> 
this thing is going to change my life and shit like that. Um, he goes, he, he, he's like, he's just so happy because this is his big payday. He's going to pay off all his debts before because he thinks this thing is worth all the money in the world. It's a black opal. Uh, it's very rare. And then like, you can see like the color spectrum when you look into it and shit like that. Um, I, I, I would have made a really fly watch. I don't know what, what you were going to do with it or you're just going to hold it. And so he's so excited. He runs out the back room and he shows Kevin that Kevin Garnett, this big ass stone. And he was like, all right, Kevin, look at this shit, man. Look inside. And Kevin Garnett, like, gets a fucking uh, bone. Oh, wait, wait. But remember what he calls him. He's like, KG. Hey, KG. Look at my shit. Hey, KG. It's never Kevin Garnett. It's KG. He, I mean, hey, it's KG, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, hell, KD. Uh, so, um, oh, my God. He shows, him, he shows him the thing. And Kevin Garnett gets, like, a huge boner for it. And he's like, <laughs> also, there's this, the thing of... Kevin Garnett's a huge motherfucker. I think he's like 6'10 or some shit like that. And he keeps leaning on his display glass, right? And, the, mm-hmm. and every time, like, Kevin Garnett's get kind of, like, pissy when he's like, hey, bro, don't lean on that shit, right? Just don't lean on it. And so he shows him the glass, and Kevin Garnett's like, how much you want for it? And then he's like, oh, bro, it's not for sale. And then K- KG gets pissed. He's like, bro, why the fuck would you show me it if it's not for sale? And he was like, okay, fine. Dick move, my part. And he was like, all right, bro, because this is during the, the 2012 playoffs and they're in a series versus Philly and shit like that. That's actually a big part of the movie. They tied that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's just a it's just a basketball movie with antics. It is. It is. Yeah. So um, <laughs> Kevin Garnett's like, hey, bro, let me just loan it to me for the night, bro. This shit gives me like superpowers. And I'm just going to borrow, man. I'm just going to borrow your, your pencil. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm never giving it back. <laughs> so long, sucker. And so uh, Adam Sandler was like, all right, cool, but hey, let me hold your ring. And he was like, hey, that's fair. So he had one. Of, he had his championship, I think, 08 championship ring on. He was like, let me hold that ring uh, while you hold my stone and shit like that. He was like, bozzy, bozzy. And so um, – he goes out and he's like, all right, I'll have it to you tomorrow, bro. I'll have it to you tomorrow. Whoop do whoop whoop. Because Adam Sandler has set this to sale at um, an auction and he thinks it's worth millions of dollars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Kevin Garnett goes. And so Adam Sandler gets Kevin Garnett's ring and immediately goes and pawns it. Like, <laughs> and so this is how shifty this dude is. He goes and pawns it. So he gets money from the pawn shop and then he takes it to his bookie. And then he does a parlay bet, which if all three of them hit or whatever he bet, he gets like it's a stupid, it's like a stupid odds bet and shit like that. So there he, was so much like illegal financing with this guy that I'm I was getting dizzy keeping track. I'm like, but don't you want your stone? Why would you pawn this ring that you have to give back? Why why would you do that? I just I don't understand the game of money, and like maybe this is just a strategy, but it was so risky. I was it was making me uncomfortable. My test also, my chest was getting all tight. <laughs> also, he's a degenerate gambler. Not a gambler, not a bad gambler, not a gambling habit. He's a degenerate gambler. Meaning that shit is taken away from his fucking life. He has made some poor life choices when it came to gambling and shit. And we see one of them. He takes a ring and pawns it. Then instead of paying the money he owes, he goes and gambles it. But he bet that Kevin Garnett would like he saw how much Kevin Garnett loved that stone and how like it felt. And he bet on Kevin Garnett to go ape shit in the game. He bet on points, rebounds, blocks and all this shit. And so if he hits the bet, like it's going to be fucking amazing. Right. And so Mm -hmm. his guys like so then he he makes the bet with his bookie and then he goes to his nice 
Um, vaguely racist apartment. <laughs> I don't know. This apartment seems a bit gaudy to me, but I guess he had money and shit. Like, I mean, his house and stuff like that. He goes to his beautiful family, and then we see that uh, he's married, but he's just putting on a front for the children. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I mean, Indina walks in, and she's just pissed. Yeah. It's like, where you... Go ahead. No, yeah. She's just, like, pissed. She's just like, dude, like, go say goodnight to your son. Go say say goodnight to your son. Stop being a shitty father. I know you're sleeping with other bitches. Just be a good person. But he doesn't (laughs) listen to her because he just doesn't care. I think he doesn't care. I mean, remember, degenerate gambler. <laughs> got to keep that in your head. Like, like degenerate is, gambler. Okay, is, you go to Gamblers Anonymous and shit like that, right? <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so, like, he says uh, goodnight to his youngest, then he goes to his uh, oldest son's uh, room, and his oldest son is watching the game too because, like his father, his son bet money on the game. So the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. You can see how much he looks up to his father. So we kind of get the dynamics. And so, like, after he says goodbye, he puts on his fucking shoes and he's going to head off to his other apartment, right? And so, like, now we get to his other apartment, right? So, like, there's three apartments. There's, no, three three places he lives at. He has one for his family. He has one for Fergie that looks like a trap house. And then he has one for his one of his assistants at the jewelership. Oh, Kevin Garnett was leaning on the glass and broke it. Anyway, sorry. Oh, yeah. Wait, I thought the assistant was Fergie. No, no. Fergie doesn't go to work. The other one that had the striped blouse on. Yeah. That was talking to Kevin Garnett in that scene. That's his other mistress. Did I just lose track of Fergie's? Like, I thought there was just one girl. No, there was two girls. See, that's, like, uh, I can't say, see that if I, like, if you look. Because which one was the girl that was, like, later on, you guys will find out that the weekend's in this movie, but. Yeah, that's Fergie. That was Fergie. So who was on the bed? No, that was Fergie. Okay. Who's the assistant? The assistant is when, remember when he hides in the closet? we're, We're at the scene right now. That's the assistant. That's the assistant. Yeah. And don't get it twisted. But that's not Fergie. He, again, there's two. Fergie <laughs> it's doesn't go to work. Same girl. I'm so confused. No. Remember, like if you look up the look at the uh the IMB, so he he's fucking both of them. Fergie never shows up to work. Remember he was cause he was yelling at her, remember he's like, it must be nice to come to work anytime you feel like it. Yeah, because he's yelling at her and then she's yeah. on the bed. She's like, Oh, please give me cuddles. That's not but, the same one. That's the other assistant. There's two assistants. Yes. But. All right. I'm not. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is too much because I'm just, this is how that works. <laughs> Pay attention. You wanted to do this movie. <laughs> so he fucks the one assistant and shit like that. And then they like, they're playing like, again, they're with this fucking, I don't know who did the score, but no, no. It's a bad, that's a that's a bad orchestrator, orchestrator and shit. A bad producer. So they make slow rolling around coitus and shit like that. That and again, that's how you win an Oscar. Um, and so the next day, By sexting and then slow coitus. Is that what you called it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Roll around. No, roll around six. With the with the uncut gem. Yeah. Sorry, family jewel. <laughs> All right. So the next morning, he's on his way to the auction house, and Damani's not picking. Damani's like tripping. He's like, "Hey, bro, you got to meet here. Meet me here at the thing." And so Damani was like, "All right, come outside." He's like, "What the fuck you mean? Come outside. Bring the gym in." 
And so basically, Kevin Garnett hadn't given him the, um, the, 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 the stone back yet. And so he's tripping, and he's like, well, where is he? he like, he's like, in, we're in, he's in Philly. It's like, well, we're driving to Philly. And so then they go on a world, uh, a road trip. Or, anyway, I was Cam, damn a joke. <laughs> All right, so they go to his practice. And so, like, Damani has super clearance. I, I don't know how, who oh, that guy is. Oh, re- but remember about these, like, little rat guys that come up to him and start bugging him for money? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So some other people, which had nothing to do with anything, like, like, all right, you owe me money and shit like that. And he's like, uh, you know, fuck off. And then he's like, he gives him a Rolex, which uh, he was like, just pawn that. It's worth $30,000. Like, he keeps Rolexes in his pocket. I guess he's going to rob him <laughs> in this part of New York because he just rug around with Rolexes in his pocket and shit like that, like like in, in bags and stuff like that. So they drive to Philly to, to the practice, and Damani gets to walk right in. He's on the list for some fucking reason. I don't know who Damani is. He must be the weed guy. He must be burner he must be like yeah he's he's our he's their burner he's the way guy <clears throat> he's no. like the undercover socially and so um so they go to the the practice and they don't let him in and Damani's just stop answering his calls and shit like that so Howard had to get back to New York because his daughter's in a play and shit like that and so mm-hmm. <clears throat> we go to the play and, like, he's just, like, trying to check Damani. Damani's ignoring him the whole fucking time. He's stressing the fucking out. His wife, his, his actual wife is like, bro, get your fucking head in the game. Her, her play is about to start. And so he, like, mm-hmm. looks around, and he sees the two goons uh, sitting in the thing. And he's like, you motherfucker. So, the, like, the goons, the loan sharks goons, they're in there. And he's like, shit. And so he goes in there. He asks them to step outside. And then he, like, like physically confronts them and then starts running. But the goons were, they weren't, they were, they weren't alone. And so they pick him in his car. And then it's his brother-in-law, Anno, and was like, hey, I told you how this was going to go. Stripping naked. Give me your car keys. I'm going to put you in your fucking trunk. So they did that kind of, you know, mafia shit. Like, and you can tell, like, his brother-in-law was uncomfortable with it. One, because it was his actual brother-in-law. And two, mm-hmm. because it's not about this loan sharking shit, because he knows this shit can get rough. And sometimes you just don't loan shark. So Howard's in his trunk, and luckily he has his phone. He has to call his wife. <laughs> and she <laughs> finds him butt naked in the trunk, and he's like, I can explain. And so this motherfucker actually had clothes in his trunk, so he, he went back in. His dad's like, his son's like, what the fuck are you doing in different clothes? So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like these loan shark uh, goonies are are just like high school bullies. Like their, their style of like beating this guy up throughout this whole movie up until the end was just like, this is some fucking high school shit. Like you're just going to pick on the Jew who owes you shit. Like, cause he has your money. And then, but instead of like really kicking his ass, you're just like doing shit like this. Oh, like, wet willies. The corners. Wet, wet willies. Like this will teach you. Ah, my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so, like, he gets back home and he changes clothes because, like, Damani finally picked him up. Damani finally answered his call and he was like, uh, are you going to the weekend thing? And he's like, I, I might be in there. He's like, I go to the weekend thing because I need to talk to you, right? And so, like, he goes in there um, and he's talking to Damani. Damani has a neon orange sweater on. Mm-hmm. 2012, baby. What a word. Mm-hmm. But they also had the uh, the bottles with the sparkles on them. I didn't start seeing that till. All right, maybe I'm just maybe I just was poor. All right, and so he's he confronts the body about the thing and he pushes him and then he's about to get monkey stumped. But Damani's cool about it. He was like, "Yeah, I see why you're mad." 
And so I'm not going to, like, have these people stomp you the fuck out. But calm the fuck down because I whoop your ass by myself. Like, don't get it yeah. twisted and shit like that. Calm down. And so um, Howard sees Fergie over there talking to the weekend and shit like that. Oh, Fergie's a boot. Oh, but don't forget, my favorite dude, Trinidad James. Oh, yeah. Oh, All dude. gold on my watch. All gold on my ch- Sorry, go on. <laughs> Sing the words the wrong way, lady. <laughs> <laughs> So just all gold, everything. It was perfect. He showed up in the movie. The movie's over. That's all I needed. And so, yeah, he talks to Trinidad James and he's talking about getting my stuff and stuff like that, which he's not really that jeweler. Like he has shit, like, but he's not really that jeweler and shit like that. But so he sees Fergie um, in the corner. So Fergie's a booster. So she'll she'll go party with motherfuckers and then steal a chain or some shit like that. And then and Howard to sell that shit, right? So she's like, shit. She's just a, his booster. And so she sees him kicking it with the weekend, and they go into a different room. And he goes back there, and he sees them like, like kind of snuggled up doing coke, and he like starts tripping. He attacks the weekend, and weekend was like, I don't need, a, I'm not a, I don't, I don't need a bitch. I'm what a bitch needs. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and so they talk. So he gets kicked out of the club. And then he has to take a cab home, and then he's yelling at Fergie. He's like, you bitch, you whore. And she's like, bro, you, you knew what the fuck I do. Yeah, you whore. I want you out by Monday and shit like that. His feelings just hurt because he was having a really bad day. Like, again, I didn't like this movie because it was just a spiral down. This movie was two hours of a fucking train wreck. There was no resolution. There was no happy in this movie. Like, it was mm-hmm. just like one bad mistake after another and shit like that. And so um, he's not winning, even though his epic line in this movie is, "This is how we win." Yeah. So this he goes, "How we win, Vic? This is how we win." So the next morning, he's back at the um, he's back at his jeweler thing, and Kevin Garnett shows up, and hmm, Kevin Garnett shows up with the opal, and he was like, "Well, I could have kept this," and blah blah blah, and shit like that. Okay, he doesn't have his ring, so he has to go get his ring and shit like that. Oh, my bad. And don't forget, Kevin Garnett gets locked in that weird, like, room. Yeah, the buzz-through door. My Which bad. is really important for later in the movie. Yeah. So, um... So, while he was in the car with the... the, the, the his, his brother-in-law and the goons, uh, Howard was like, bro, I know I owe you $100,000, but I fucking just hit big. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, I made a bet and I hit. And he was like, oh, that bet you did with Tony? And he was like, how do you know about that bet? He's like, I canceled that bet. And he's like, you motherfucker. So he cost him like $600,000 $600, and shit like that. And so, again, degenerate gambler. So mm-hmm. now we're back in the thing and the door was fucked up. Something about the door, it was fucked up and he trapped Kevin Garnett in there. Um, and so now, now there's, they're having, they're having a falling out cause he doesn't have Kevin Garnett's ring and mm-hmm. he brought by the stone. He, he said, I gotta go get the ring. And then him and Damani have a falling out and Damani takes all his fake watches and throws like Kool-Aid in his fish tank. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's fucking petty and shit like that. And then Fergie comes up and she's like, oh man, I've been, uh, I rushed right over here. And he was like, bitch, you rushed over here and got a smoothie and he throws a smoothie in her face. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so that all this happens, it was just a shitty ass day, but it was Passover. So before then, him and his wife was talking about like, hey, over Passover, we're getting the fucking divorce. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of your shit. And we'll do it. 
And so at Passover, it's uh, they're doing Passover shit. They're smoking cigars in the smoking cigar house. And he's with his mother and his his wife's mother-in-law's his his father-in-law sorry his father-in-law's house and he's loaded and shit like that and Mm -hmm. so he was telling about the opal and shit and his father-in-law hates um oh no the i don't know the 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 shark the 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 lone shark and shit like that he fucking hates him he loves howard though fucking hates ano and ano's like can't look at howard because of what he fucking did to him i was like well i wouldn't have did that before passover my g out of way after passover (laughs) but he was like death staring at him the whole time so it's like i'm looking at you but i'm not looking at you no i don't think it was death staring. i think he was because he knew he was (laughs) like he's the dick nobody likes him like he sees his father-in-law like that that hates him talking to Adam Sandler like they're hella chummy and shit they talking about dice games and shit they was like oh yeah man I fucked three bitches last week and they were just going in (laughs) they were just smoking stogies and stuff like that and then he talked about the diamond he was like yeah I got this diamond that's worth at least a million dollars and then Otto kind of felt shitty because he was like oh damn he was telling the truth and blah 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 and so then they're watching Kevin Garnett like have a shitty game and he was talking about the opal he's like man he thinks he's giving superpower so a cute mm-hmm. scene was his wife and Space Jam, because the opal gives him superpower. So Space Jam, no, yeah. Remember how the basketball gave you? Super no, 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 no. I, I, I remember. Come on, just work with me. Work <laughs> <laughs> with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's long enough. I'm gonna let you throw your jokes. I told you. <laughs> You have to throw your jokes. I don't have to laugh at them, all right? <laughs> no, you don't have to laugh at them. I'm sure everybody who's listening is straight up just like, God, Vic is just not faced by this girl. <laughs> no, and I like that. <laughs> You're going to get better, but right now, I'm not being mean to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's fu- all right, now, Go on. <laughs> not on. mean to you, but I'm like, you see, my mean to you is that pause I give you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, this is totally normal. You should see how he acts during anime conventions. Exactly. So um, his wife puts on her bat mitzvah dress and she's like, it still fits. And everybody's hating on her shit. And so Howard sees her in the dress. He was like, let's give it one more try. And she was like, she gave him like, she, she hits him with a Euro step. She was like, oh no, I fucking hate looking at you. I can't wait to not fucking look at you again, you piece of shit motherfucker and everything. And it's just like ruins his day. And I was like, I thought this was going to be the happy part of the movie. Nope. This movie just keeps slapping me down. Like bad nope. things just keep happening in this movie. Not at all. And Dana like, Mendel was like, life. I'm wicked. I do not want you. Mm-hmm. And so then he says, I have to go to the apartment. And she's like, oh, you got to go to the apartment. And so he didn't want his son to go in the apartment. I forgot what he got from the apartment. He didn't want his, like, his son had to piss because they just drove hella far. And so he acted like the bathroom was broke. So he was, like, kept asking the thing. Anyway, I forgot why he went to the apartment. I I forgot, too. So they get home, and then it's the next day. He has the opal. He's happy. This is, like, he is juice. He got his opal. He knows it's, like, it's valued at, it's listed at, like, 75, 700, $750,000 to a million dollars. That was the list price and shit like that. And so, um, 
And so he's lifted there. So he gets there. He has the opal and shit like that. He gives it to the thing. Oh, wait, that's what he went. He went for the opal so he can turn it into the um, the auction people. But he did it on a Friday fucking night. And so on Monday morning, they had changed the list price from 70, 750K to only 150K. And he is fucking pissed. He is throwing a bitch fit in the hallway. He's like, bitch, like... This shit's worth a million dollars. She was like, motherfucker, you gave it to us on Friday. And then, you know how hard it is to get a fucking appraisal on a fucking Friday night on a weekend and shit like that? That's how much it's worth. So his whole life is just going down the fucking drain. Like, he was knew he was about to score a cool seven, 750000 Because they was going to start it at that shit. And motherfucker's going to bid on that. He knew he was going to get it. And so, <laughs> like, he has to ask his uh, father-in-law, like, hey, bro, can you, like, bid against this? I just want to drive the price up. I'm just trying to drive it up to 200000 and shit like that so I can break even. And so his father-in-law was like, man, I don't know. But he really loves Howard. And he's like, fuck him. Fuck the other. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Arno. Hey, Bobby, what's good? <laughs> and so, like, so everybody's there. His son's there. Um, uh, so he's there. Kevin Garnett came to bid on it and shit like that. His father-in-law's there because his father-in-law just wanted to see the thing. And he's really a fan of um, Adam Sandler, Harold. And so then the loan shark dude is there. He's sitting in the back because he's like, oh, yeah, I'm about to get my $100,000. Everybody's happy and shit like that until they see the list price. And they're like, so they're like, cool, even if somebody buys it for 2 k you know, he can square all his bets and shit like that. So uh, so the dude's there, the driver of the price, Kevin Garnett noticed it. And then his, his banker person was like, no, we're not going to do that. And so he drops out. And so his, his father-in-law ends up spending 190000 on the opal that he didn't fucking want and shit like that. And so he's fucking pissed. But he, he still loves, you know, he, he knew Howard the fuck. He's like, anything for you, boyo. Anything yeah, for you. Boyo. Stay, stay <laughs> going, Tony boy. Um, <laughs> so uh, he buys it and he's pissed and shit like that. And so um, Ano sees him outside and he's like, it was supposed to be worth this fucking money. You blah, blah, blah. And then they like, uh, like they, they throat chop his ass. And then mm-hmm. they throw them in a fucking fountain, which is gross. Like, Listen, yeah. high school bully shit. <laughs> right? And so, uh, like, he's like, now he's just spiraling. His nose is all bloody. Fergie comes there to comfort him and shit like that. And he's like, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. And so um, he goes. So much for that assistant. She, like, ghosted the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. And so... So, so now Kevin Garnett, he's back at his office. Fergie's comforting him, and Kevin Garnett comes in. He was like, bro, what the fuck was that? You had somebody bidding against me. And he was like, bro, I thought it was worth more. I didn't mean to be a dick about it. But he's like, I was just trying to get, you know, some money. He was like, bro, like, I want it. And so Kevin Garnett was like, all right, bro, I'll buy it for 160 racks. And he was like, just, yeah, bring it in cash, and it'll be fine. It's yours. And so he buys it for 160 racks, and he gives Howard 160 racks, right? Cash. And Howard says... And he was like, well, so him having – this is actually a really good scene, all right? Him and Kevin Garnett is having good back and forth. They're like – he's like, how much you pay for it? He's like, 100 racks. And he's like, I thought I was going to get a million dollars on it, right? And he was like, well, this is how we win. And then he shows Kevin Garnett the line against him. They say, hey, bro, they said you're not going to score. They said you're not going to go off in game seven. And so he gives Howard the 160 k And Howard goes, you know what? I'm going to bet this on you tonight. <laughs> and so this 160k could have cleared him of all his debt and shit like that and his life would have been fucking fine but a degenerate gambler so he gives Fergie the 160k tells her to go down to Atlantic City and put it on this 
And I think the odds were against the odds were uh, uh, the odds were for Philly. And so like he would have just he would like made out like a fight right. It was like a million dollars he'd have made off the fucking bet. And so um he goes in there and so she's going and then the loan shark pulls up. Uh and then they're they're pissed because like they're like, um he's he's like, all right, where's the money? And she's like, Oh, she got the money. And so they went to go to, Wow, that was loud. Oh, was that you? <laughs> yeah, it was me. So uh they went to they went to go chase after her, but they then they get into the security guard, and Howard locks him in the security door, right? And he was like, nope, I'm sorry. I got this money, and this money's going to make everything straight, right? So we get the mad dash of them trying to call the other goons to stop the Fergie chick, and so she puts the money on it. And so they're all watching the game seven, and Howard's, like, having, like, he's, like, he's sweating. He's going through it and shit like that. The goons are in the motherfucking booth. They're in, the like, the, the bus through door, and they're fucking pissed and shit like that. Like when you get out of here dead, and so they're watching a two-hour game on the thing because everybody's like interested. They're like, because if this motherfucker wins, that's a million dollars and shit like that. So, and they're all stewing, and we go up and they win. <laughs> stewing is such a polite way to put it. <laughs> so they win, and they Howard, win. And Howard's like, "That's a million fucking dollars," and they were like, and and Anno, his brother-in-law, was like, "Yes, all right, cool." You're going to give me my money. He's like, yeah, I'm going to give you extra money. Everybody's getting paid. Here's 50 racks for you. They're like, he was just promising all this shit and everything like that. But the whole time you see, like, the hater in the background hating. And so, like, Howard lets him out the thing, and then the goon, the main goon, shoots him in his fucking eyeball. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, this motherfucker just won, like, a million dollars. And he's still salty, so he shot him in the fucking head. And he, he he's not going to touch that money and shit like that. So he goes in and starts breaking everything and stealing all the shit. And Anno's tripping because, remember, Anno's not about this life. And yeah. so, like, he's like, bro, he's trying to get out there. He's like, bro, if you try and leave, I'm going to fucking kill you, too. And so Anno tried to leave his brother-in-law, and he shot his brother-in-law shit. So he did, they just murdered two motherfuckers with all the evidence in the world. <laughs> then they start smashing and start stealing all the gold jewelry and shit like that. And, you know. It's so too bad that he didn't think about the long term. He was just so, like been out of shape that he actually was right yeah it's really too bad yeah and he didn't cause him no motherfucking no kind of thing you had to sit and you he, he, he got a cramp he shot that motherfucker over a cramp and principalities all right but you don't <laughs> shoot a motherfucker you just take all that money that, that's what you do like all right bro you're gonna get there because if you're down to murder you're down to fucking kidnap and i want mm-hmm. all that money when it get because she's coming back with duffel bags of money this, mm-hmm. like so i don't like his, like he was really that mad. He just fucked himself out of all the money he could have wanted, and so. But like the 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 person that knows crime and not no crime, the 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 little bit of cr- criminology in me, like bro, you you're going to jail for this, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah, you just you just stole a bunch of chains, which probably was a hundred thousand dollars because you had to sell them all. Like everybody knows where these chains is coming from and shit like that. So if anybody fuck with you, first of all, his partner's going to kill you. And not that Howard was a fucking goon. It's like, nah, he was, he fucked with goons that fucked with Howard. So you get mm-hmm. put down just because. And so it was like, it was just kind of a dumbass plan for some chains that you, it's going to take a while to move anyway, unless you're going to sell them on the streets like dude and uh, coming to America. No gold on this watch. No gold on this chain. Watch everybody get shot. I'm, you're gonna make me the soundboard. 
<laughs> it's fine. It's totally fine because Trinidad James. <laughs> so again, I, all right. And so like this movie made me feel, and I, you know, and that's nothing, but I, I just, it, <laughs> I just, Sorry, go on. I, I hate, um, like, 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 train wreck movies that there's no get back like this like oh, this fool had his moment and you shot him in the fucking head it got me out of left field i was like oh shit but uh yeah it, and then like yeah yeah no it, it sucked it was like this whole like like you were saying like downward spiral like everything just kept going bad and then the one time where you're like oh shit some hope bow because he hit twice bow bow yeah and the first time he got fucked when he hit Right, mm-hmm. and then like the second is like, yeah, there's no like faces on any of these fucking names, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I'm not like shooting shit at my ass because I know there was two, like, there was two secretaries. <laughs> <laughs> we we can say that Fergie was secretary one, and that <laughs> Fergalicious was secretary two. Hot hot. Mm-hmm. Or we can say Black Eyed Peas Fergie was Secretary 1. And we can say Solo Fergie was Secretary 2. And I could be wrong, but... Or we can call Secretary 2 Shakira. No, don't, don't put that on Shakira. <laughs> but yeah, like, so, anyway, I, I everybody went crazy for this movie, and I was like, oh my god, here we go again. A Netflix crazy movie. Uh, I just went crazy because of all the memes. I was just meme sharking this whole movie. And then like the scene where like Adam Sandler's like, this is how we win. It's like, oh my God, this is perfect because he looks so nasty. Also, all of the, the the casting in this movie, everyone looked pretty raw. Yeah. Like yeah. there wasn't, <laughs> like the homegirl, like the, the main secretary or Fergie, whatever. <laughs> like she doesn't she had an overbite and like and dina menzel like like she's just famous but like the way that she looked like she wasn't wearing a lot of makeup like you can see in her hands that she's getting older like everyone looked like like the women in general weren't overly done if that makes sense and then same thing with the men like the men just looked ragged tired fed up pissed <laughs> name all the things that don't include cosmetics and makeup no botox no lipo they didn't look like marvel movie stars yeah all right so i was wrong i guess it is the same chick in the whole thing i i again, oh it's too late it was two chicks yeah because <laughs> it's like i don't know all white people look alike and then they don't <laughs> like, so, uh, yeah, you change up a style and stuff like that. I was just, uh, anyway, I don't know. Because, wait, anyway, I got the scenes mixed up. So, whatever. It was one chick. It was Fergie, was Fergie the whole time. She Fergied me out. It was the layout of the apartment. One of the, Sometimes the apartment looked like a shitty fucking trap hole, and then it looked nice when she brought it home. So, maybe he wasn't hoeing that hoeing. But he was hoeing. I think she was just at her buddy's house. Eh, whatever. I already fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Like, the whole time during the movie, I actually, until I looked at IMBD, I thought Damani was a nickname for Kevin Garnett. <laughs> Seriously, I thought, like, why does he keep calling him Damani? I don't get it. Because, like, Lakeith Stayfield's character, I don't remember hearing a name. Yeah, but you weren't paying attention then. You weren't paying attention like me. <laughs> 
there's so much going on. There's Adam Sandler just like rambling his mouth the whole time. Like you can't really keep track. Like the moment you look away, you're like at a different scene. You're like, what the fuck happened? Like I didn't realize that the gems were covered in fish. Like I missed it. That's how fast this movie went. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it did go. And then the, the music threw me off a lot because I didn't like it. <laughs> uh, the film score could word used work, but that's fine. You want to guess what it got on Rotten Tomatoes? Like an eight and a half. Ninety-five <laughs> percent. Of course, of course. But audience say fifty-two percent. Yeah. Oh, no, actually, ninety-two percent for yeah. for the overall tomato tomato meter. But the audience score was fifty-two percent. The movie wasn't. It wasn't that good. Like they were nutting on this movie, and I was like, "All right." When when too many people nut on a movie, I'm like, "All right, buddy. All right." <laughs> to be honest, I actually did appreciate Adam Sandler's acting in this. Oh yeah, I thought it was. I thought he did a great job. I appreciate everybody's acting. First of all, the movie was what two hours and Jesus Christ, how long was that movie? One hundred and thirty-five minutes. One hundred and thirty-five minutes. So two hours and fifteen minutes. What was the budget for this movie? It was like, hey, hey, budget was not that high, actually. Um, the budget was $19 million. It did $50 million box office. And then Netflix bought it. And then Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Oh, $19 million. Okay. Oh, the movie did great. Yeah. <laughs> so the movie... Honest- I think they did great on the staffing, or staffing, casting. <laughs> the casting of this movie. But, yeah, I think... Just the overall story in general. I don't think I would see this movie again. Yeah. Oh, no. It's very slow, and it's... Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh. What else? What other scores did it get? It got 90% on Metacritic. It got 7.4 on IMDb. And then there's Google ratings. There's an audience rating summary of 9,881 ratings. Is that legit? Shoot. Hey. People are actually posting on Google about this movie. Yeah. There's forums. I mean, we ain't got nothing better to do. Dude, I, I don't know, man. If I'm going to bitch about something, I go on Facebook, but Google? Yeah. Google? I mean, that's what fucking uh, Yelp is. <laughs> Yelp is Google. <laughs> I mean, you it's food Google. Yelp to fucking bitch about shit and you go to google well remember imdb um i think they disabled no all right imdb disabled user comments before the movie comes out because because, uh it happened a lot but miss marvel got shat on so much before the movie came out of course and then they did a lot of it with um the star wars movies they the, the newer ones they were shitting on them before the movie came out and it was just, you know, angry trolls. <laughs> wah, wah, I, I haven't changed my underwear in five days and I can't stand all of this LGBTQ shit. Wah, 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 wah. I actually really like that movie. Like, that's the bad, oh, like, no, I love that movie. I just hate on the people who are hating on it. <laughs> and don't make, don't make Ariel black. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> but, how ba- but how Bailey from Chloe X. Halley. <laughs> So, yeah. I think it's going to be good. What? Uh, the Little Mermaid, the new I one. I think it might be trash. Because all they're doing, <laughs> like, I, I'm, uh, 
I don't take you black- as someone who likes the princess movies, though. I love the princess movies. Oh, yeah? Name one. <laughs> what do you mean? First of all, Lilo and Stitch is my all-time favorite princess. And if, you <laughs> if you don't think Lilo's a, a Disney princess, fuck you. Then it's Moana. Then it's uh, Merida, my favorite, because uh the accent and shit like that. And then, you know, I, I love Belle. Um, then, you know, you have the old ones and shit like that. I've watched Little Mermaid a thousand fucking times. Um, I was mad about Aladdin because, all right, so this is why I get mad, because they always do something. Did you watch the live action Aladdin? Hell, I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so, all right, so Aladdin was precious to me because I was like, remember, we watched this movie before the world poisoned us, where the war was poisoned against, well, not before, but before we knew the world was poisoned against uh the Arabic community and shit like this. This movie was hella Islam, hella Arabic and shit like that. Yes, it was a fictional Agrabah, but remember, they was about to cut the motherfucking hand off for stealing and shit like that. And Mm -hmm. Sultan said, praise Allah, right? He said that in the fucking movie. So at a time where that movie was coming out where Islamophobia was at all-time high with fucking the election of Donald Trump, who do they get to to direct the movie? A fucking white guy from England and shit like that. Nope. The super colonizers, right? We colonized, but those are the super colonizers and shit like that. So the movie wasn't going to be ins- insensitive to brown people at all, right? And then they were going to take away the Islam effect because he said this movie is not about brown. This movie is not about, it's not more for poor people. I mean, it's not for brown people. It's for everybody. That's what this motherfucker said about the movie, right? Then they were whitewashing fucking characters and shit like that. And then when you watch Aladdin, those motherfuckers were brown, right? Mm-hmm. They were mm-hmm. not fair skin thing. They were brown as shit. They got the brown crayon. <laughs> they got the crayon that said Muslim on it. And they colored the motherfuckers brown. And I knew as soon as they was going to make a live action, they was going to be the fairest skin uh, Arabic people you're going to find on the fucking planet. And so that's why I like it. I'm just not okay. going to see it. Then, I got, <laughs> then Mulan was said. And then when they announced Mulan, I looked at the director, a white lady from New Zealand. So you mean to make you... So then they took out all the... All the magic, all the singing and shit like that. And then they took out um, General, the, her, the Zhao. Yeah, General they, Zhao. Yeah, they took him out because of the, the implied homoeroticism and shit like that because he was attracted. He was never attracted to her while she was in dude face. Right? They were just homies. Yeah, right? So they took that out. So It doesn't count if they count cross streams. Yeah. So basically the movie was going to be... Um, um, uh, basically, the movie is going to be just a Chinese epic, right? So who do you get to direct the Chinese epic? A white lady from New Zealand? No, fuck that. Like, no, nah, let the Chinese people tell the goddamn story. So, yeah, no. No, I'm cool on the live action. Uh, and then Lion King sucks. So I'm like, nah, I don't need these movies anymore. A live and, action? No, this shit was terrible. <laughs> and then they announced, which broke my heart, the live action form of the live action Lilo and Stitch. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Please don't. But then they're only gonna like if they do it right, they're gonna let Tiki do it, even though he's not from Hawaii. But I'm like, all right, fine, I guess. But it's like I'm I'm pretty sure you can go find a Hawaiian director to wreck Lilo and Stitch. But they're not. Yeah. They're gonna find a white person. They're gonna find a white person. Mm-hmm. Then they're gonna whitewash the characters and shit like Such disparity. All of this common disparity. Please tell me more. So uh, yeah, that's why I don't like their live action movies. Because like we didn't we didn't we were young so we didn't really know about like diversity and shit in our movies but uh, um, Lilo and Stitch were all the main characters were had something some kind of 
island background and shit like that. Even, god damn it, what was her? I used to love her name. Who played Lonnie? God damn it. Anyway, she, even though she doesn't look wine, she's a wine. Brady, I think, anyway, anyway, anyway. Oh, I knew you later, but yeah. So fuck live action shit and all that stuff. I don't know how we got on there. <laughs> <laughs> Uncut Gems is a live action show. Please go fight in the comic. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the manga was the manga's better. The manga's better. Manga was better. <laughs> <laughs> and if you watch it in English, you're a fucking poser. You fucking poser. Subs versus dubs, <laughs> <laughs> which is dumb as fuck to me. Like you don't even speak Japanese. You missed the comedy, and I was like, no, I actually missed knowing what the fuck they saying. I was hella mad when I got through 400 episodes of One Piece, and I had to watch it in japanese because but i couldn't wait six years to get all the rest of the fucking episodes i get hooked it's fucking one piece is crack one piece is crack i'd be having one piece withdrawals can't re- can't relate i didn't start it yet Shh, once you do because you're going to do it you're going to be bored <laughs> i am terrified i didn't like it when i was a kid at first but i just didn't understand so like now that i have an adult mind we'll see we'll see where that goes did you see that shit i posted today if that scene alone should let you know how good that fucking show is. All right. I'll take your word, Vic. All right. This, you just got to have all the time in the world. Sometimes I forget you fuck with anime, man. It's tough. Tough. <laughs> tough. Like, I bang that shit. I, this shit tough. I fuck with that shit tough. I be getting starstruck at good cosplay. Like, one time there was a Mystican from uh, Fairy Tale at uh, Sack Anime. I was like, <gasps> it's Mystican. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, you weeped out. You're like, oh my god. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, Fucking missed again. Took a picture with the motherfucker. I was like, how do you feel about the new suit? <laughs> Anything else before we wrap it up? Um, no, that's about it. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm your host, Victor Moan Jr. Along with me always is Sometimes V. All right, you can follow us on Twitter. Facebook. Don't don't add me on Facebook. Follow the show on Facebook. Uh, Just follow me on Twitter. Just find my Twitter identity. It's fine. Begins like this. Sometimes V. All podcast matters. um, uh, On Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. All podcast matter. That's with the (laughs) S on Facebook. Uh, What's your... You you already said your shit. You know, it's Simone. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And we'll see... We'll talk to you guys soon. You guys have a great, lovely evening. Good boy. Yep. Stay safe. So, um, nicely done.